fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Weight Loss Journey. My name is Scott Switzer. I'm the Clydesdale. She is Cheryl Nassar. She's my nutrition coach. I am still whooped. And here we are. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that you've heard the the games. Yeah, you just yeah, read I'm sure in your round table. I'm sure you guys discussed a lot of the game stuff. Um, I didn't get to listen to it. So, you know, I don't want to be like rehashing the same thing you already rehashed, but just kind of short story short, how you feeling post games? How was your experience? How was your your media credentials and your overall enjoyment of the process this year? That's a that's a lot of questions in one, Cheryl. <laughs> yeah. So First of all, it was the most fun I have had at the CrossFit Games ever. I've always said in the past that I thoroughly enjoy semifinals. And then when the games come, it's a little anticlimactic for me. But this year did not disappoint. Um, The vibe was just a little bit different this year for some reason. I don't know. I know that part of it was that my team was on fire. Like. Jess and Teddy and Jake getting content was freaking amazing. Holly Dugan, our stats and research and information person, the the graphic she was putting together through the whole week that took all that off my plate. Like I cannot say how much that totally changed everything for me. Um, I've sent them all thank you texts. Words cannot express how thankful I am to all of them. Um, Jamie, she just pushes me to a different level. Um, She, I feel like God brought her into my life um, right at the right time with this business uh, to push it where it needed to be pushed to. Um, Amy was phenomenal all week getting reels and um, keeping us on track and on time and all of those things. And Charlie was doing his thing with the sponsors and the vendors. And it was really awesome. It was just like a well-oiled machine. Love it. What, if anything, what would you say was a, a negative? Anything? Oh, there's negatives. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to avoid them. Okay. Um, for now. Yeah. You're going to save one of those Scott riffs. I love those. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know how it's going to come out. Um, I want to be thoughtful when I talk about some of the things yeah. Um, because yeah. I don't want to just bitch. I want to have, have like a thoughtful response mm-hmm. to, to some of the negatives that I did see. And I want to bring solutions. Yeah. Makes sense. I, um, I feel like I, I didn't get to watch as much of it. I know, I know I told you I had a crazy week as well. Uh, I got baptized last Sunday and it just kind of spiraled into weird things happening in my life in a very quick way. Um, but I started to kind of catch up on things and it seems like this year was definitely a lot of injuries and and there's always injuries, but just 
definitely a very different outcome that I thought I would have seen with the CrossFit Games. But uh, but it definitely um, it was exciting to watch so far. I haven't gotten to see everything because I'm still trying to figure out how to watch some of the stuff that was posted on ESPN. Like I couldn't find the Olympic lifting totals or the Olympic lifting workout um, or the final final. I saw the Helen, Helen, Helen one, uh, but it's really hard to kind of figure that out on the YouTube channel. So, um, you know, I haven't really gotten to watch all that kinds of stuff. So, so Kenneth says the um, fuel painting in the hotel was a negative. What is that regarding? So we did live recaps every night from the hotel room. Oh yeah. Your, your audio was horrible. <laughs> it, it wasn't for everybody. So I don't know what, what happened. Yeah. Um, we had mics, we had everything set up. Uh, it was crazy. Um, but when you're in a hotel, you have like hotel Wi-Fi. Yeah. You have, you're very limited and whatever, but the painting behind us, Kenneth was actually, they were farm pictures like aerial shots of farms, oh, geez. Um, which is a big Midwest thing. Um, my in-laws own a farm and they used to have like pilots come by and sell them photographs of their farm. Um, and that's what, I think that's what that was. Yeah. It's crazy. It was well, watermarked with the super eight logo, which I was like, do you really think someone's going to steal this? How far from the how venue close? were you guys? Were you guys close? Yeah, we were super close. Five minutes. Awesome. Awesome. I'm, I'm excited for you guys. It seems like it was a good, good experience. Excited to see what Savon, I'm, I'm excited to see what he did with his behind the scenes stuff. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, and your athlete, uh, what was his name? Rudy. He did well. Did he win? So we, we had four athletes we're following. Okay. They all did well. Um, Rudy won uh, his 40 to 44 year old age group. Um, we are following Kelly Baker who yeah. got the second chance and made every bit of it. Um, and then we followed Emily Rolf with a 12th place finish. Yeah. And Alex Gazan, top five. Yeah, Alex. Yeah, it's just very exciting stuff. Awesome. I can't wait to see. You guys are going to have some media come out from all of those, kind of like your documentary type stuff. Yep. Cool. Awesome. It's going to be a series. I'm not going to wait to finish the whole thing. Yeah. It's going to be like yeah. part one, part two, part three. Cool. Awesome. All right. So games week, uh, nutritionally, how do you feel like you did in terms of eating? Did you relax? Did you enjoy yourself? Did you eat enough? What was the whole, how, how was your whole overall premise there at that? So it was pretty much the same thing every day. Um, I woke up, went down to the hotel dining room um, and made a breakfast of stuff that was there. Uh, sometimes it would be a breakfast sandwich. Sometimes it was, um, a waffle sandwich like peanut butter and jelly. Ooh, um, good. and how I would start the day, uh, midday, I would eat beef jerky and carrots and hummus. And while I was working and then when we, at the, at the end of the night, we most nights went to Culver's and I got a double cheeseburger. Oh, that's cool. Calorically probably in, in line food quality, maybe not as much. I mean, protein probably a little bit low, but it sounds like you did a pretty decent job. So yeah, it was, it was just survival mode. Yeah, Things just because we would get stuck like in the venue where we couldn't get to food, like even our own food because we were waiting for things to happen. Yeah. yeah. And then the press conference would come and you had to run to that. And then, so 
just in the evening, it just, it was survival mode till we could get something in our bodies. Gotcha. All right. And then came home yesterday, correct? Yeah. But I do have to tell you, I had, I limited myself to one, but I did have an acai bowl. Oh, was that your, that was, that wasn't, that wasn't your first one. You had one down here in Miami, right? It was my first. They're super and, good. And I waited till Sunday and, but I did get one before we, um, you before can, we had you, dude, you can totally make those at home. They sell acai. You keep telling me you're going to send me a recipe, but All right, I'll send you a recipe because they're so easy and you can add protein to them too. And it's so easy. Um, but yeah, those are super, super good. They're super popular down here, but, um, Carolyn, that's so funny. Yeah. It's right now in Florida. That's like a hot, I mean, that's a refreshing lunch right now. I mean, it's, it's hot down here. This is the worst month of the year for us. So I was talking about how people talk about extreme weathers and don't get me wrong. I know you guys up North, it's bitter cold, especially where I lived in Boston. I remember being bitter cold, but man, this time of year, the extreme temperatures is the exact opposite. It's brutal. So acai bowls are definitely good. Which, which kind did you get? Do you remember? Was it just a like a classic one? I got the the warrior, okay. uh, which is uh, the granola, almond butter, bananas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like the ones that are like the PB and J. I I just love peanut butter, almond butter. Those are the good ones. A little bit of coconut. I like that stuff. So good, good, good. All right. So you had an SID shot of peanut butter. You said what? I'm gonna do, I did get an extra shot of peanut butter. Yeah, for sure. Got to have the peanut butter. Um, so coming back from the games, uh, yesterday, how's your recovery been? Are you kind of getting caught up on sleep or did you get a good amount of sleep while you were there? I know you struggle with sleep a lot of times in the hotels and such. So I slept some nights good, some nights not. It was more like mind stuff than anything, like yeah. what had to be done, what had to get out. I did not sleep good last night. Um, I need a good night's sleep tonight badly. How did your sinuses hold up? Uh, they held up for the most part while I was there. They were terrible when I got home. Yeah. Wonder if it's the. Uh, is it is it as dry there as it is in Madison? The dry heat. The dry heat might have kind of. Not say it's dry. More humid. Yeah. So maybe you need more humidity in your current situation. I've got to be allergic to something around my house. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like I've yeah. been hacking since I got home. Yeah. Or, I mean, I'm just, you know, humidifier. I mean, if, if it was more humid, it's just something to think about, you know, like that kind of stuff. Cause some people need purifier and they need less humidity. Some people need more humidity, but so, but the, you're getting surgery though. Now what in a couple weeks? I don't know when I'm getting it, but yes, I'm getting it. Okay. All right. So I kind of wanted to start by saying like, other thing I want to recap here is like, we set out on this journey. Uh, I mean, well, obviously before the games last year, like I'm, and I can't tell you how I still think back to, I, I need to get back to doing my lives on Facebook and Instagram because I mean, that's how we first connected and, and you were in such a dark place and I'm just so happy and so grateful to be a part of your journey. But when we really kicked things up again last year, it was mostly because we had went through a season where you were just really not as focused it was game season and you really wanted to be in a better place this year. You wanted to go into the games this year, feeling like you belong, like you were a little bit fitter that you were working on yourself. You could handle the going from point A to point B without getting as winded. And 
how do you feel like, I mean, think of it this way. Athletes train all year for the games. You trained all year for the games. How do you feel like your performance was this year at the games? So um, day one, it was tough. I think all day in the car, um, trying to get around. I just was like lethargic. It, and I was worried. I was like, I did all this work and I have this sinus stuff and nothing's going well. And then by day two, like it all cleared up and I was, I was moving like I wasn't moving as fast as I wanted to move, but I was moving without being winded or, um, and really I couldn't move fast because I got stopped a ton. Yeah. yeah, A ton. And then, um, but like, I'll tell you in the Coliseum, like I fit way better in the seats than I did last year. I had no problems feeling comfortable uh, in the seats in the Coliseum at all. Um, it was that, that almost made me cry because when I sat down and had plenty of leg room and space to do everything, it truly, truly was life-changing in that moment. That's awesome, Scott. That's like the big stuff that really matters. And like, you know, just, yeah, being able to do normal daily tasks without as much pain, that's just awesome. Like I know that before before the games, you were starting to feel like energy was better. You were just not as inflamed and all that kinds of stuff. Um, have you weighed in yet since the games? No? Yeah. No, I'm afraid with the prednisone, I like I, all the good feels of what I experienced. I yeah. want that, yeah, want that. Yeah. In, in right now. Yeah. Um, I'm still on the prednisone, so I don't want it to um, throw off anything that, that. Right. Like the reason I did this was not for a number on the scale. The reason exactly. I did this was to be able to do my job and I was able to do my job and at a high level yep. and it's only going to get better. The next year is going to be even better. 100%. I mean, it's, it's every year is an improvement. I mean, our last weigh-in before all this chaos was 298 pounds as of the 18th of July. You know, so that's really our last benchmark for us. I'm okay with you not stepping on the scale for a couple of weeks. I'm going to be 100% honest. I think that taking the mental break of the pressure, um, you know, I think that this is where I, I want to really ask you where you're at in, in this is like what you need this week, I think, is... I think you still need a break from focusing on fat loss. I think that you need to take the next couple of weeks and know that like Thanksgiving is what, three months away or so, September, October, November. Um, I'd rather you take the next couple of weeks and, and just let yourself recover, relax, reset some focus, feed yourself what you can. It doesn't mean that you're not eating healthy, I just don't want you feeling like you have to be meticulously tracking. Now, if you're like, oh no, Cheryl, I am so motivated. I am ready to jump back in. That's fine. But as your coach, I feel like you've pushed really hard for a long time. And that just like an athlete deloads after a competition, I think that you should really look at this year, how much progress you have made. And like you said, it's not about the number on the scale, knowing that like, it's okay to like, just maintain right now for a couple of weeks, let your body feel better feed yourself a little bit more, take the mental stress off and, and then we can start working again. I mean, what are you thinking about that? How do you feel? Yeah, I think. So when I got back yesterday, like I was exhausted. Uh, we, I said on the round table, like it felt like Amy and I hit a time space continuum where time slowed down and it took 
me forever to get home. And I had to drop her off first. And then I came home and I didn't even unload. I unloaded like a couple things that had to go in the fridge. And then I ordered a pizza and I crashed. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even eat that much of the pizza because I was so tired. Yeah. Um, and so like mentally, I do think I need at least this week to just catch up with myself. Agreed. Um, for sure. And then maybe we can revisit it next week. I think that's as to what the plan is. And hopefully by then I'll have my surgery scheduled and know when that is going to play a factor as well. Yeah. yeah. I will say this is with you taking this week easy and next week easy. I'm totally fine with pizza. I love pizza, but let's still try and get back into your normal flow of things just without as much like rigidity. You know what I'm saying? Really still focus on getting your protein in, enjoying yourself, having your date night, but just know that like, I'm not obsessing about calories and macros right now. I'm focusing on Scott's maintaining some structure. He's still eating healthy. I always like people to think of this. And I made an Instagram reel about it says like, when it comes to weight loss, fat loss, people are so focused on the journey that they forget about the goal being to get to the destination. And unlike a lot of journeys, you're actually wanting to stay there. Like you don't want to ever go backwards. And I wanted to ask you a question about something with that is like, you should be thinking this week is like, if I woke up today and I was 225 pounds and I was feeling amazing, how would I be eating? How would I be living? You wouldn't have to be in a food tracking app at that point. What would my decisions be? And that's kind of how I want you to think about this next couple of weeks is just enjoying your life as if you're already exactly where you wanted to be. And there's no, no, nothing wrong with having some pizza here and there or having a beer Um, because you do so much hard work on a daily basis that you should, you deserve that at at whatever point of your journey that you're in. I didn't have a drop of alcohol the entire week. I like, that wasn't even a craving of mine. I said, that used to be a craving. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And now it's, I didn't have anything alcoholic on the trip at all. And And habits. you've changed that. You've, you've changed your taste buds. And then um, the other thing is, like, I don't want to eat bad all the time. I don't feel good when I do. Yeah. Like, the reason I had pizza last night is I really didn't do anything like that while we were in Madison. Mm-hmm. Like, I grabbed a burger on my way home so that I had, and I, it was a double so I could get some protein in. Yeah. And that was my yeah. thought process. Not even like, this is my craving and I need it. It, it was, I just need to get some protein in or I'm not going to be able to function tomorrow. Yep. Like the thought process of Madison was, was just business and eating as healthy as I could with what was around me um, in a very small hotel room with a hot plate and a microwave. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then when I got home yesterday, I was just so tired. So, so tired. All I did was that's when I ordered the pizza and just let it go. Yep. Yeah. And like I said, totally fine. Like I think that the next couple of weeks should just be you really just chilling chill, relax, you know, maintaining as, as well is that's really what we're trying to do. And right it's just maintain, you know, we're, we're at 300, we're at 300. We're going to see where we go this year. You know, I was thinking about you this morning um, is like, cause before working with me years and years ago, I know you had lost a good amount of weight uh, and obviously regained it. Do you remember, and I may have already asked this, do you remember how long it took you to lose the weight the first time? 
it actually went way faster the last yeah. time, but yeah. it was not sustainable. Yeah. Well, was, I mean, I did sustain it for like five years. How long did it take you to lose it? About. So I went from over 500 pounds to 250 in about a year and a couple months. Okay. That's a pretty big drop, right? And yeah. then when you regained it, did you regain it slowly over those five years or was it suddenly something changed and you started regaining it very quickly? It was the back injury. And then, and then slowly from that point forward, back injury into depression, into a so, lot of darkness. So would you say about a year, year and a half? I mean, fully probably like three years. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So the cool thing and the right why I'm saying this is like, let's just say, so if you say it took you five years, right? Took you a year off. We'll say six years later, you gained, you regained the weight, most of the weight. Um, so we'll call that two years actually living at that weight. And then the other three years, it kind of slowly creeping back up, right? What's really cool and why I'm saying this is because we've been on this journey now for about uh, two-ish years, maybe a little bit longer now, and you haven't regained a pound. And the journey is now, and, and with the slow process that we're going, it allows you to not ever have to worry about regaining the weight. Like that's, to me, so awesome for you to know is like our journey is slower, but it's not in a place where there's a risk of regain. And part of that is knowing that there's a body weight set point, whatever your weight is, whether it's 500 pounds, whether it's 150 pounds, 250 pounds, your body gets very comfortable with the amount of energy it has. Fat is extra energy. And whenever we try and change that, your body doesn't like it. So spiral that into a backer injury where now you're moving less, um, the depression, which makes you want to move less. It's just going to make it that much easier for you to store fat. And I think that you're in such a good place right now with your fitness, with obviously being cautious of your back that I feel like this is it for you, man. No, look, no going back, like no, no, no turning back. Well, I think the other thing that changed in the last few months, not nutritionally, but just physically is like, I'm at a gym where they, they don't care if I put weight on the bar mm -hmm. and they're very open about that. Like it is better to be back tomorrow than to lift a heavy weight. 100%. Agreed. And, and they have really pounded that home for me. And that has made, that has been a huge adjustment that I've needed to make in my own head where I think I'm finally at peace with mm -hmm. that. If I never squat 500 pounds again, I'm okay with that. It's hard. I mean, it's really hard. I'm mentally struggling with that myself. I, you know, going through my hamstring injury, I told you about, I still can't really pull heavy off the ground or squat heavy. Like I have to do very slow controlled movements. So it makes it feel heavier, but I'm still only deadlifting like 125 pounds when my max deadlift is 350. You know, like that to me is like, Oh, I'm only got like today. I did a dumbbell deadlift workout with 35 pound dumbbells. And I'm like, well, the reality is, Hey, two months ago, I couldn't even deadlift 35 pound dumbbells without pain. So it's like, Things are getting better, but I know that feeling. And I'm glad that you're at a gym that's like that. Cause I don't, I don't love CrossFit competition for people that are trying. I like the push of the community. I don't like people feeling like they have to 
that they owe it to people or to themselves to like always have to lift as heavy as possible. You know, so I'm, I'm really glad. And I know you are in a good, a good gym that does that. Are you, so that's a quick, good question. Are you getting back into the gym this week? Uh, the plan is tomorrow. All as right. Packing up along. All right, cool. Um, anything else on your agenda this week? Are you guys taking a week slower with a podcast? You guys got a bunch of stuff going on. Um, never take it slow. Yeah. yeah. Um, we did a round table today. We, uh, Jamie and I are doing our show Thursday night. Um, I've actually had podium athletes reach out to me and want to be on the show before our show, before anybody else. Yeah we've built and so trying to work out a schedule for all that stuff as well Get it which done. gosh i'm gonna um to, to have gotten to that place we're building relationships over the last three and a half years and to have an athlete reach out to me like my god where we've come from love it i'm excited um, so yeah all that and uh just keep doing what we do Will you guys be going to the Rogue Invitational? So that's that's kind of the next phase is sitting down with everybody because the team's grown. And like, how do we how do we get roles for everybody that makes sense? Um, what how much does everybody want to be involved? Mm -hmm. um, and kind of set those expectations up early in the season. Because the one thing like the one thing that has to happen is just like nutrition just like fitness, you got to get reps in. Yep. yep. Right. And that's what the off season and the early season is about is getting those reps in so that by the time quarterfinals, semifinals games hits, we're all like on the same page. Yeah. And For so sure. that's what I want to get through this off season. And part of that is deciding where do we make the most bang for our buck? Mm -hmm. And I'm leaning toward not doing the big comps. Yeah. Not doing Wadapalooza, not doing Rogue, and focusing on smaller comps mm -hmm. like Crash Crucible or yeah. things like yeah. that and going and covering those um, where where there's people who need exposure. Yep, that's a good point. Um, that's my lean. I know like um, Lex sent me something. There's a Northern California competition um, where there's some games athletes, some semifinalists uh, competing there. So that, like, that's an option. That's awesome. Um, so things like that where, where we can get more bang for a buck because you go to Rogue has their own media empire uh, for the Rogue. And, and so even if you go, you don't, um, you, even if you go, you don't get a lot of access. Wadapalooza last year was so freaking crazy. We couldn't even get in the pit. Yeah. You know, and, and unless I can get Dylan to commit something to us, whether we cover adaptive or we cover um, age group or something fully, then Waterpalooza doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, I'm not like, I don't have to cover the elite athletes only. Yeah, it can be it can be any of them, but I just want to do it 100 percent full on. Yep. Not half assed. And it was, I felt like that's all we could get was half-ass. And I don't want to do that again. As fun as it is, and I have to separate going to have a good time from going to get my the business to grow. 
Yeah, and there's also what the other one in, in January, the TFX, which is probably a, a little bit of a good or a good one too, the fittest experience. So but yeah. All mm -hmm. right. So my task this week is to send you a recipe for acai bowls because <laughs> mm -hmm. you need you need something for up there. Your task is to relax this week. Get you back into the gym. I feel like acai bowls taste better when someone else makes them. So leave, let leave it to them. Yeah, it's so true. So true. <laughs> But it is nice to be able to have things like that, though, at home, you know, when you definitely like are just craving something, but more food options, food variety. And uh, other than that, I feel like next week we'll kind of reconvene and see how things are looking for you going into, you know, next couple of weeks until surgery. Um, you know, like I said, we'll take a couple of weeks off before we weigh in. I don't I don't want to put that pressure on you. I, I want you to feel I like you that I, I have lost weight. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't want the number to, to discourage all the good stuff. Exactly. All my needed tightened all my over this week. I know that I've crushed it. Yeah. yeah. I think with that being said, I, this is just something that I want to end on with this is the scale in general is I'm totally cool with you not weighing in. But if people realize that, like we, we just said, I know I've lost weight. Okay. What does stepping on the scale then really mean? if you know you lost weight. Right. And I say this because so many people have like fear over the scale. Like they, they, they use it to define everything. When in reality, if you know your actions are in line with you losing weight and you know, in your head, logistically that like there's medications that are causing you some water retention, right? Not that I want you to step on the scale, but sometimes if people realize that desensitization is the best way to build strength over something that has somewhat taken over your life. Not that that's you, but for listeners out there that do feel like the scale dictates their actions, they fall off track because they get on the scale and they're not seeing the weight go down. They get frustrated and they throw in the towel. If you realize that that's just a number of your body weight, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not losing fat or you are gaining fat. It just means that there's things in your body that are causing weight to go up or weight to go down. And when you learn how to desensitize yourself from that number, having to change every day, and then it's just a data point, it does start to not affect you as much. Like I said, right now, because we're in maintenance mode, I don't want you to worry about it, but I do want people to realize that when they avoid the scale, they are actually feeding into the thought that the scale is powerful enough to dictate how they live their life or how they feel about themselves. Whenever we avoid it, it's because we have, nope, not going to see that. And because we know that when we step on it, it's going to make us feel a certain way. And it shouldn't. It should not make us feel a certain way at all. I, my head hears all that. Good. Good. But you're still not stepping on a scale. I don't want you to. <laughs> I just wanted people to know that. So. All right. Well, I guess we'll plan on. And by the way, I didn't know that Holly was the, your analyst, uh, whatever you called it, statistics. Researcher. Yeah. So Holly just started getting coaching from me and she's already crushing it. And I am so stoked for her to be on board and yay. I didn't realize that she was your statistics person. So now I know. When yeah, you I'm never, I'm never letting her go. 
No, I, I don't want her to go anywhere either. I want her to stay with me. I already, I already love her. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, with that, uh, we will let everyone go back to their lives and we will as well and catch everybody next week. And maybe just to get over this thing, I'll jump on the scale and send you a note tomorrow morning. Okay. I like it. I like it. With that, I will be the example. And I will catch everybody next time on the Clydesdale weight loss journey. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4 energy.com. And now back to the interview.